America for 300 years has been the land of promise for the rest of the world. The land of new frontiers, new opportunities. Yeah, we spent half years to get at it. H.R. Puff and Step, push your friend when things get rough. H.R. Puff and Step, can't do a little cause you can't do enough. We're on. I don't believe you. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> it is true. It's proud. Good evening and welcome to Tank Riot. I'm Sputnik, back again on the show after a minor mechanical meltdown. I'm back casting with me as always, Victor. Privet. And Tor. Hello. What do we have to talk tonight about, I gentlemen? heard something in the intro about an HR puffin stuff, whatever that might be. Oh, I believe that was a show put together by Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. And I think we could spend about an hour talking about Sid and Marty Croft. Oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. If, if you have been not living in a cave for the past 30 years, you're going to have seen and probably liked one of these shows. Or hated them. Or, or hated, hated them. Or, or both at the same time. Or been time. totally creeped out by them that <laughs> and, you had and to if continue you have, watching if, them. If you have been living in a cave in the last 30 years, you could have been on The Land of the Lost. Or you could have been a sea monster. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, shall we start with HR Puff and stuff? Well, how about the beginning? Where did those guys come from? Yeah, where did they come from? Well, my internet didn't go that old. <laughs> there was yeah. no internet back then. It's like they just they, appeared. Uh, <laughs> they were doing uh they were doing their own uh, festival work and they were doing their own costumes and design and they got hooked up with the uh, Hanna Barbera uh, group on oh. Banana Splits. Oh, cool! Yeah. Love that show. Yeah. <laughs> Never miss right. the splits. So we don't want to get stuck on the splits too long, but uh, the costumes were designed by um, Sid and Marty Croft, and they got that gig. Um, I, I guess because one of the producers at NBC had gone to see them, but he would never fly in a plane because he'd been in a crash, so he took a train. <laughs> so they knew that he was going to have like three days to look at all their material without a phone or anything. Sounds like so, an A-team episode. So they gave him everything, you know, so that by the time he got there, he w- he definitely would have read it and usually you get like five minutes to pitch, you okay. know, your show. And they had like days for this guy to look at it. And when he arrived, he said, you've got it. And then they sold everything to Hanna-Barbera to do Banana Splits. Okay. So when they got this Banana Splits deal going, then their first uh, thing after that, I believe, was either Lidsville or the Bugaloos. The um, Bugaloos, I believe, came out. When after. they got their own deal, yeah. The Puff and Stuff. So Bugaloos were before Puff and Stuff? After. after. Immediately after, after Puff and Stuff. Okay, so okay. Puff and Stuff really was their first uh, first show. Yeah. Okay. Full-fledged, yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh, that's interesting. So they, they worked on the Banana Splits with Hannah Yeah, Barbera they kind of just... got robbed a little bit there. Well, but know. hey, they made, their, they made their mark, and that got them that's their right. foot in their door and <laughs> everything else after that. That's right. Well, children's programming is pretty cutthroat. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had Jim oh, yeah. Henson in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no one messes with Kermit. But yeah, then uh, Puff and Stuff was in 1969, 1970. Yes. Yeah. Most of these, the early ones, were only like a one-season show. Yeah, yeah and, but... But H and R Puff and stuff is is one of the one of the standouts that they yeah. got right away. Absolutely. I think. Now I I spent a lot of time surfing channels and trying to find H and R Puff Puff and stuff because I saw it when I was a very young boy. It sounds like H and R Block. H R Puff and stuff. Yeah. H R Puff and stuff. <laughs> what did I say? H and R. H and R. I'm not going to go to him. That's for, what insiders for law called it. <laughs> oh, I want some help. Well, I, I'm I'm I'm. 
talking without the little bouncing ball over the words, so (laughs) it's hard. That song Um, is still in my head. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I saw it as a young kid, and I just always was trying to find it, and I'd get something that looked close, and then it turned out to be Sigmund the Sea Monster Oh, or or Linville or something like that. Lidsville. Lidsville. Yeah. That was one that I never cool saw. Too. I never saw Lidsville. I think I, I saw it. I totally dug Lidsville. Yeah. Yeah. I was it's, watching. See, the difference is with you guys, you know, you were, you were pretty small kids when you watched it, and you really have more of an excuse to be watching them. <laughs> but for me, I mean, because they really covered most of the 70s with shows. Right. So... After a certain point, I mean, I was probably like, you know, like nine or 10 when, when they, uh, Puff and stuff came on and then, you know, the Bugaloos and so forth. But then later on when I was in high school, I was usually, you know, sleeping one off from Friday night and I'd be turning on, you know, Lidsville or <laughs> Land of the Lost or something. Yeah, those yeah. were, those for me were the Saturday morning cartoons. That's, that's oh, yeah. what oh, was yeah. on that was immediate that was worthwhile you needed to watch them all as many as you could mm-hmm. and this came up a while back because we were referencing the far out space nuts in a tank riot episode that's yeah. right and we couldn't remember the name of it and then we thought oh my gosh we went to youtube and, and found the theme because you can find the theme music for all of this on youtube and they had mm-hmm. the bob denver far out space nuts with oh, the yeah. i said lunch not lunch <laughs> and <laughs> And that was a that was another great show that they had. That was a fun show. Yeah, I got to tell you, in preparation for this show, I I did rent Far Out Space Nuts as well as some of the others. Oh, cool! And I well, actually, when I was a kid, I had a big problem with Far Out Space Nuts because the lander they use is essentially based on the moon lander we used to land on the moon, and the moon doesn't have an atmosphere and it's low gravity, so it's a rather fragile lander. And well, it's here, a one-shot lander too, where you explode off. It's like a beer can, yeah. Right. Thickness, yeah, you know exactly. I mean, it's, it's a one-shot lander, <laughs> and, and and here they're on the show they're using it to land in a um, on a planet with atmosphere uh-huh. that, that's obviously much higher gravity, right? And they're reusing it right and left and. You know, to be honest, that, that really bothered me as a child because because well, me... <laughs> astrophysics just didn't work out. You know, I and hear plus, what you're saying. And but, plus, but... It, it was uh, 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 with having the Bob Denver. It was it was kind of a rip off of Gilligan's Island because uh, what was the other guy's name? What was it? Mike McCann or McCain? Uh, Skipper? <laughs> skipper. He looks like yeah, Skipper. He, yeah, 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 he did have a real you Skipper know they were vibe doing that. Right, and they're marooned on different planets all the time. Right. But you know what? Surprised the thing didn't have a little minnow buoy on the back of it. But you know what? <laughs> now, as an adult, I'm able to look at it for what it is, and that's comedy, and just grabbing at what they can grab at. And uh, I, I've let go of my problem with the with the improbable astrophysics uh, rocket science of the show here, and. You know, it's funny. It's fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I watched two episodes. It was hilarious. I totally enjoyed it. I'm going to have to eventually watch the whole series. Well, when you think about H.R. But- Puff and stuff, you've got a boy with a magic flute, first off. Uh-huh. Where did this magic flute come from? Yeah. And why does this boy have the magic flute? And then, and then, right. why does yeah. a witch lure him off to the sea? I mean, the whole well, thing. Well, but th- but that's yeah. clearly I'd fantasy. I'd say reality. You, and Sid yeah, Minecraft do not you like. You spend a lot of time thinking about the yeah. symbolism. <laughs> but that was a fantasy. This the uh, far out space nuts. They were like, you know, yeah. getting. You know, I, I was I, apparently a, 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 a science fiction nerd from the get go. From the beginning, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't think he can really do that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I think Far Out Space Nuts is probably a NASA training film now. It's probably, yeah, yeah. probably your Hit intro. The right button. So now you're working for NASA. So, yeah. <laughs> it's got that kind of vibe to it. But, yeah. you know, just returning to H.R. Puff and stuff, it, it, 
it seemed to be like the real flagship of the Sid and Marty Croft shows and productions because they just it was so out there and i think that's the reason that a lot of them only lasted like a season or two because it was so different from cartoons at that time yeah except in 1970 for one of my personal favorites lance link secret champ oh, but that's no. for another oh, show <laughs> yes. which is now also yeah, on a dvd <laughs> oh yeah and, and and bugs bunny could just keep going year after year exactly. after year but well they were know. all from like 1945 yeah. so they just kept rerunning them but uh-huh. um I think the thing about H.R. Puffin stuff that was always interesting was that it was live action, but it was so bizarre. Like in, in Wikipedia, they, they say, they say ambitious fantasy programs often featuring large-headed puppets, high-concept plots, and extensive use of low-budget special effects. I would agree with two out of those three. Yeah. Out of the, the high concepts didn't come until kind of later on. Yeah, I didn't... They, they were high concepts in the way... Yeah, high concepts, <laughs> maybe, is what oh, they were trying yeah. to go for. But, you know, that's one thing that the Sid and Marty Croft have denied throughout their entire existence. And they're still yeah. around today um, that, that none of these were just solely drug-induced um, shows. Right. But H.R. Puffin stuff was very, very trippy. And, it was. You know, this, this giant lizard H.R. Puffin stuff as the mayor of, you know, the—I forget the name of the land— Oh, <laughs> oh, Living Island. Living, living Island. island. Yeah. Yeah. Living Everything island. was living. Yeah. Yep. And Witchy yeah. Poo was played by uh, Billy Hayes, who right. um, is a recurring character in, a, I think she was in Lidsville, or the Bugaloos. She was... Uh, no, she was a, a genie. Okay. Um, she was like <laughs> weenie genie or something okay. like that, and I, I forget which one, but we'll, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, she, she's around, and uh, Lenny Weinrib is also, uh, he's HR Puff and stuff, and Ben, other characters. He did the, I believe, the voice of the spider um, that is Witchy Poo's friend as well, and he also did oh. the voice of Ludicrous Lion. Or yeah, Ludicrous Lion, he was great. I <laughs> oh, love yeah. the little orange spider with the glow eyes. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's the spider, and he would do the voice for that as well. And another thing that I found totally fascinating is uh, Orville, the uh, what is the the bird? What is the, uh, Witchy Poo's bird? Oh, oh it was, the it vulture. Was a vulture. The yeah. vulture. Yeah. yeah, Orville was uh, voiced by Billy Barty. No. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I'll uh, I'll get back to Billy Barty because he was, you know, he's he's been he, around he's, forever. He was in several yeah. of these yes, shows. Doctor Shrinker. He Do- was he oh. was Hugo. He was Doctor Shrinker's assistant. He was Sigmund the Sea Monster, and he was also Sigmund he was the also sea Sparky on the Bugaloos. There you go. Yeah, his, his voice is just it's. It's great over the top. He's a great personality to have in all. Oh these. yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 person who played the lead in H.R. Puff and stuff, Jimmy. You know, he was it was Jack Wild, right? Right. And the year before, of course, he um, you know won worldwide acclaim as being the Artful Dodger in Oliver, Oliver the 1968 yeah. Oliver, which was the best movie of the year, yep. which I think says a lot for the movie going public in 1968. RFK dead, MLK dead, Ted Offensive going on big time. What's their favorite movie? Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Is anybody yeah. there? People, people. <laughs> Let's try and focus. But, yeah, some things don't change. That's true. But um and Mrs. Sputnik had a huge crush on Jack Wild. Because you know, oh. he was like this little, you know, kind of Davy Jones heartthrob oh, back in the day. Right. You know. Yeah, and uh unfortunately we we did lose him this year. Yes. He yeah. uh um Died in March of cancer. Yeah. Actually, a uh, long and drawn-out battle with cancer, which was right. actually pretty sad because he had his tongue removed and right. part of his vocal cords and, and and then eventually succumbed to it. So, yeah, it was not a pretty... Yeah. I saw a picture of him on the internet, you know, like a year before he, he passed away. And it, it had that weird effect of like... Um, 
like if you see Jerry Mathers today, you know, he kind of looks the same, but in this sort of weird kind of grotesque way or um, uh, the the man who played Stymie on Little Rascals, you know, mm-hmm. he, just, he still kind of looked like Stymie because he w- would wear the bowler and everything and sign autographs. But, you know, just kind of horrifying because mm-hmm. you know, the man was like an heroin addict, <laughs> had a pretty long, hard road. Yep. Yeah, so. I guess Jack Wilde's problem is he, he just drank and smoked a lot. And yeah. hey, uh, well, here's to him. And, and the the, the character yeah. who the actor who played uh, H.R. Puff and stuff himself also passed away this summer in yeah. July. Uh, I think June 28th. Oh, is, June. Okay. It all depends which web page is more accurate. But I'm following the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was never sure what Puffin stuff was. Like, you know, it was a dragon or a lizard or it, what? It was some kind dragon? of dragon lizard. Yeah. 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 But I mean, as a kid, I remember thinking, well, yeah. what is, what is yeah. he supposed well, to be? Well, if he's puffing, he's a dragon. But I don't yeah, think but he ever actually. Was, like, he had these big bags under his eyes. And yeah. I was kind of wondering, what tired are you? dragon. HR Puffin stuff. I mean, yeah. He's yeah. dragon. Yeah. He's just... But what, uh, what, you know, we just talked about the demise of Jack Wilde, but really what is interesting is the way he got his start. He um, he was playing soccer soccer with his brother Arthur, who has also done some acting, and they're playing with their friend Phil Collins. And- <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! Three degrees of separation from Phil. Right. Well, is that and, why and- the DC Follies puppets were in the Genesis video? Oh my God! It could be. Now that's that's. Uh, yeah, well, what is that let's video? include this on what a show about conspiracy theories. Um, uh-huh. You know that song, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the world we live in. Land of confusion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They the used... one that, that had Reagan in a Superman outfit yeah, riding those are a... all Sid and Marty Croft dolls. Yes. Because oh. DC Follies was one of their right. last things. Right, right. It creeped me out, oh. Tor. What? <laughs> yeah, they're playing soccer with Phil, and uh, his mom, mom comes by, uh, and she happens to be a talent agent, and she says, hey, you guys, you know, come down to the agency and, you know, sign up. You could probably get you... Get you some parts. And, uh, wow. you know, I'm sure that's how he ended up in Oliver and everything. And um, Arthur also has done uh, various things through the years. Wow. So uh, that's interesting. It, it all starts with Phil Collins. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> no more. No little, more. Little Phil Collins. <laughs> I'm sure he was a little studio. studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They, they said that there was a guest appearance by Mama Cass Elliot on Puff and Stuff, which I do not recall that one. Uh, is she dancing on the stage at the exit credits at the ends of H.R. Puff and Stuff doing this song? There, I think in a blue dress, there's someone. No, oh, is that her? I, I think that might maybe. I, maybe I'm wrong, Good but it's someone God. very much like oh. a Janis Joplin kind of character at wow. the end. Singing. She was she was a big girl back in the day. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look into that one. The other thing that uh, um, Jack actually uh, stayed at Marty Croft's house just so because he, he, he was far away from home when he was like doing Wonderland the shows. Wonderland Ranch, though. Yeah, and uh, oh. he, and they had his brother Arthur came along and stayed with him just so he'd have a a friend and everything. So he said, uh, uh he, you know, Marty Croft was you know good guy, treating him like a father, and that was. Oh, that, that was, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. And the know. other thing I want to say about H.R. Puff and stuff is one of my favorite things through the years and through fiction is talking trees. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, th- I think that's why I like uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, my oh. favorite characters. Yeah, right. I remembered that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. yeah, I recently so. introduced the five-year-old, the now five-year-old Viking princess to H.R. Puffin stuff, <laughs> thinking on a lark as I rented it from the video store. This would be kind of fun to just sure, c- complete instant addict, complete wow. and instant addict. Well, that's great to know. She loves it and loves it, and uh, you know, as I've watched some of these episodes again in the last couple months. I mean, some of the plot lines about how, you know, Witchy Poo, 
played by Billy Hayes, would uh, play her magic uh, saxophone in her band and blow laughing gas at everybody. Yeah. And then everyone would start laughing until they laughed themselves to sleep, (laughs) and then she'd grab the magic flute and run away with it. I mean, these plot lines were like crazy. And then there's one where she's feeding them sleeping chocolates. Yes. And they all like pass out from (laughs) eating the the chocolates i'm like oh my gosh what are yeah. they not teaching these kids uh-huh. <laughs> and early warning about uh whippies <laughs> no, it's really funny but uh you know they're they're really weird episodes and, and they have strange plots and it's fairly entertaining but that song is just like it does crawl in your head yeah it, it's like musical crack well, but uh yeah. billy hayes one thing i'll say about her that i found out later is that she you know, now if you want, you can easily find on the web. She's uh, working for a animal rescue, animal shelter. That's totally cool. Right, it's totally awesome. And you know, she's the only way she's profiting from her uh, career as Witchy Poo in uh, HR Puff and stuff is for a fifteen dollar donation to the shelter she works at. She'll send you a signed autograph oh, uh, picture wow. of her as one of the many characters that she's played. Oh, I totally want yeah. that address. Yeah, we'll we'll put a cool. link up on the website yes. for that because um, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, Christmas is just around the corner. There's got to be some <laughs> I want HR Puff and Stuff addict that would love to get a Witchy Poo uh, <laughs> oh. signed autograph picture. Yeah. And don't, the donation's rocks. to a good cause, so that's kind of cool. I, I liked hearing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the, the 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 tidbit about that the Crofts <laughs> sued McDonald's. And won. Oh, yeah. And won. Uh-huh. One of the because... few people that have ever beaten McDonald's at anything. <laughs> they totally ripped, uh-huh. you know, like Mary McCheese and... Yeah. The Hamburglar and everything was a total Sid and Marty Croft ripoff. Yeah. yeah. I think the entire island of Ireland, you, you can't have your first name start with Mick because you get sued by <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and they win. You, uh-huh. don't, you don't mess around with that. Uh, I, I guess the McDonald's actually contacted them or some, or, or an ad, I think it was more of an ad agency, uh, talked to Sid and Marty Croft about doing a McDonald's thing, and then the ad agency decided to go off on their own and do it by themselves, oh. sort of after they got all the ideas. Yeah. And then they come out with Mayor McCheese, which Who looks was a whole lot like one? a Grimace. Grimace. The Grimace. Remember when Grimace had six arms? Yes. Really? Yeah, Grimace didn't have like yes. two arms forever. He I totally six, remember yeah. that. Yeah. That was weird. Wow. It was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Because he was like this big globby purple thing, and then he had all these arms. It's like, that's not endearing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're, that's like a scary. bad trip. <laughs> so it happened later on that he had arms? No. no they, they, I think they got rid first. of them. Oh, yeah, so he first. lost arms. Yeah. yeah. It's like a train accident or something. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to explain. But yeah, so if you have any six-arm Grimace uh, McDonald mugs, you might want to hold on to those. <laughs> they might be worth something <laughs> on eBay. Yeah. Those were the golden years of McDonald's. Yeah back and the, all the stories about what was in their hamburgers and everything. Should, yeah. should we move on to some of the other shows? I think so. Well, let me mention one more thing about um, uh, the Dr. Shrinker show. Okay. Because uh, that was the one with Billy Barty as the little Hugo assistant to uh, Dr. Shrinker. It was one of those 15-minute in the, the um, Sid Marty Croft power hour. They had or an super hour. Show or super some, show. Super yeah. show, yeah. yeah. It, it didn't last very long. It was only on for like one season. Yeah. And these were like 15-minute episodes, and it was very like... Just a total little cycle. He would shrink them. They would try to get away. They would you know, <laughs> blah, blah. It was terrible. But uh, Jay Robinson played uh, Dr. Shrinker. And this is a classic actor from you know the 30s and 40s. He was in My Man Godfrey. He's oh, been in a lot of other God. films. And he was arrested for narcotics um, possession and forces, you know, a year in jail or something and oh. couldn't work in Hollywood again. And then had a little revival and then started up again and did this uh, – 
did this on his way kind of out of the gutter again. Um, wow. He's a stage actor. He's done Shakespeare. <laughs> he's oh playing God. Dr. Shrinker with Billy Barty. And happy Martin. to have it. Yeah, and happy to have a job. You know? <laughs> but, but then he went on um, and did other things later on. But I thought that was kind of interesting. That oh, that is That was cool. part of the Jay Robinson arc. I don't know what happened to the kids from that, yeah. from that show because that didn't go anywhere. As well as uh, Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. That was another part of that. See, I don't, yeah. I don't, you don't remember, remember that one. That one. No. They had these little calm. It was a spoof, like a Batman and Robin spoof with two women. And they had these little uh, these wrist communicators that could do special things like, you know, vibrate glass and break it and do all kinds of silly things. And it was very much like a Sesame Street or or oh, wow. 1960s Batman uh, little adventure. See, I think I was flipping the channel and watching uh, Mighty Isis. You know. Oh, it was very similar. Yeah. Very similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, on, I went to YouTube recently, and that's that song is another one that's an uh-huh. the Electra Woman and Dinah oh. Girl song oh. gets right in my yeah. head, and uh, it was cool to see that again as well. <laughs> they uh, they tried to make that into a movie uh, recently too, and uh, it was a they made a pilot for TV. I forget who the actress was, but they got some actress. It was two thousand one. And uh, it was just a failed pilot because they were going to try to do a oh. TV series of Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. And that was going to be produced by Sid Marty Croft as well. Oh, that would have been so, cool. Yeah, that was another part of the yep. power hour. Uh, sure. Or the hour of destruction that I had to watch all the time. But oh, yeah. anything on Sigmund the Sea Monster? Because I like that one, too. That was Billy Barty as Sigmund. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I rented uh, two episodes of that. Uh, it was fun to watch. Uh, one of the boys in the episode... Uh, Johnny is played by Johnny Whitaker, who also played Jody in Family Affair. Right. <laughs> and uh, wow. which was a really weird show that I watched a lot for some reason. I'm not sure why. Nothing ever happened yeah. in that show. That's yeah. what is also remarkable, remarkable yeah. about it. You'd watch it every week, but nothing ever really happened. Yeah, exactly. It just kind of, this, every show was the same. They, they uh, always had close ups of the kids looking like keen children paintings. You know, looking yeah. kind of hang dog and cute in a weird yeah. way. And then French would say something, and yeah. Uncle Bill would come in and which, look all drugged out. Which we should mention right now that for some reason, in, in what year was it, Victor? Which one? The, the remake of Family Affair. The remake of Family Affair was 2002. 2002. And uh, Sid and Marty Croft remade Family Affair. I don't know anything about that's it. A weird, yeah. That's a weird tie-in, though, really, when you yeah, got Johnny really Whitaker weird. and Sidman. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, those episodes were fun to watch that I watched again, I, and, and and it really f- took me back. Uh, but but just imagine this: okay, you live at a beach house, you get to run around and climb through caves, you can surf right. and play volleyball whenever you want, and then you find a friendly sea monster. <laughs> it was kind of cool. And, and they you drop have him a clubhouse, you know, <laughs> yeah. carrying him on the surfboard. <laughs> yeah, I like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked Rip Taylor when he was the sea genie. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge Rip Taylor fan. I think he's just hilarious, you know. And he was—he's a guy who always comes in, you know, throws confetti around. Yeah, I, oh. you know. I think he still okay. does that. He, he, That's why I never does. invite him over. Okay. <laughs> it's so hard to get that out of the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Billy Barty was also Sparky in the Bugaloos. Okay. Oh, really? And the Bugaloos—I'd have to say—is my least favorite Sid and Marty Croft show. I mean, you—you you had. These people running around. They were in a band, of course. Yeah, it was like a yeah. band of fairies, right? But it was kind of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh-huh. that's the way I would describe it. Well, they had wings, right. didn't they? And they yeah, were, they had wings. They were and bugs. They, they were had fairies. like yeah. these light bulbs that looked like the kind that you, the round sort of bulbs that you would see over a bathroom vanity sticking out of their ass, mm-hmm. and so they were kind of like fireflies. Yeah, yeah, 
Um, but yeah, and then the the kind of witch character, but she well, she wasn't a witch. What kind of? But oh, she uh, Benita Bazaar. Yeah, old hag and Martha Ray, played by the late great Martha Ray. Yes. Okay. And, but she lived in a gigantic jute box. Right. Which probably wasn't all gigantic because they're supposed we're supposed to imagine everybody's small like an insect. But right. And uh, but Billy Barty, he he was like all in this total little bug outfit. So, yeah. I mean, he had the complete bug. Outfit. He paid his dues. He did. Oh, <laughs> he completely that guy. Did. That guy worked. Yeah. <laughs> Bugaloos, and then and then of course after that was Lidsville, the the character there was Mark Butch Patrick, who of course was Eddie Munster. Right, right. Oh, know. really? Yeah. And then you know I have to say Lidsville was one of my favorites because it had Charles Nelson Riley as the evil hoodoo. <laughs> Again, yeah. I, it just killed me. And and the like big hats. You know, imagine a big uh, like yeah. fifty gallon hat walking by. You know. Well, he cruised and, around in kind of this like crushed top hat that had a yeah. steering wheel on it. And that, that was just cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's one I uh, I didn't haven't seen recently. Saw it as a kid, but like to see it again. <laughs> one thing I uh, want to say about uh, Billy Barty before we move on, goal. because there's this one thing that I, I I was reading about him that he was an activist for promoting the rights of others with dwarfism. That he was really upset with Hervé Villachay's insistence that they were midgets. So <laughs> there's a little bit of a, a a schism there, I guess, as you would call it. That uh, he wanted to he founded the Little People of America. To help people be seen as uh, uh, dwarfs without referring to themselves as midgets. Well, I think, I mean, Herve. Hervey Villages, as I recall, didn't, it was a different form of disorder that he had. I mean, it was, I don't know if it was exactly dwarfism, but you uh, know what killed him was? Mm. Though his body was a certain size and stature his organs were normal size and as he kept growing they kept getting bigger and everything just kind of squished Ooh, yeah that's kind of disgusting but there you are so i don't oh, know i don't know oh, if is that the um you know tattoo from yes tattoo yeah. the blade yeah. boss right i okay. liked him <laughs> oh i think tattoo that he will learn a lesson it's like hey man i paid big bucks can yeah. i just add so, my fantasy so which one of them founded the little people association that was billy barty billy, billy barty, barty. Yeah. yeah okay yeah, yeah. Which is yep. cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I would cool. like to see the rumble, though, between the two. Like, uh... <laughs> It's right. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. No, you shut up. <laughs> like I... from the fight from They Live, you know, where they... Oh, yeah, 20-minute kidney punch. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Just put on the sunglasses, man. <laughs> or maybe like two men and a one man leave. <laughs> well, that was... Uh, Lidsville was the one where Billy Hayes played Weenie the Genie. Right. Right. Well, uh, then in 1975, they also did The Lost Saucer, which I've heard is, and I don't even remember this Jim one. Jim Neighbors? I, I totally yeah, remember I, that. I think I, I saw I, it. I black out Jim Neighbors like some some yeah. kind of molestation. I really don't want to remember, you know, yeah, Jim Neighbors. I, I have a feeling that wasn't one of the better ones. Yeah. It was It was really goofy. It wasn't, um, it was a little bit more fleshed out than Far Out Space Nuts. You know, in that they just had this time-traveling saucer, but it, it got wrecked. It was kind of like Doctor Who. So they mm. grabbed these two kids and basically kidnapping, and then they got lost in time and were just, like, whipping all around. Kind of like the time tunnel, Irwin Allen's uh, classic, right, the time tunnel. Right. All right. Yeah, that was in 1973, and then, or 1975, and then they did Wonderbug in 1976. I'm a big Wonderbug fan. Wonderbug rock. The guy with the zero zero on the t shirt. Oh, the- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so wanted one of those shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I watched that one a lot. Do you yeah. want to like describe what a quick plot of Wonderbug was? Because I don't remember that one. It's been a long well. time since I yeah. saw it, but eventually it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of teenagers driving around in a dune buggy 
uh, with doing adventures. Was this? Yeah, this was animated. More no, it was no, live no, action. It's live really? action. Okay. Yeah, it was part it, of the Croft Super Show, and it was oh, okay. filmed outside, where a lot of things like H and R Puffin stuff are, are filmed in a studio, even right. though it's supposed to be outside. But it's obviously a painted ceiling, right? Um, yeah, and it was a real dune buggy. And then now, now uh, Sputnik was the dune buggy uh, kind of uh, animated. Did, did it have a its own conscious? I'm trying to think. Yeah, it, it the, yeah. The, the the whole thing of it was is that like they had these like crap parts from you know a bunch of different vehicles. Oh yeah, and then they put like a magic uh, horn on it. Ah. You know, like one of those that that kind of curls around has a ah. rubber bulb on oh. it, and then it gained now like some okay. personality. That's what makes it Sid and Marty Croft. Exactly, right there. <laughs> and it, yeah. it could fly and everything. And that's oh what yeah, it, no, it I remember. I flashed blue back. screened. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, I'm. <laughs> well, yeah. one thing I'll say about what's really cool about all this is. Um, Rhino has got their hands on most of the the collection of Sid and Marty Croft because oh, cool. they've been holding out. I guess Disney was trying to buy their material for a long, long time, and um, Sid and Marty Croft have been holding off. But you can get most of these on um, on Rhino. They've they've got a website. If you go to like SidandMartyCroft dot com, it takes you to Rhino dot com slash Croft or whatever, oh. and they sell we'll, we'll, all we'll, kinds we'll, of things. We'll have links to a place we'll, where you can we'll have buy all the them. links. Yeah. About Thank God. But a lot of these aren't out there yet. But one of them that is, which I think we should definitely make sure we talk about, is Land of the Lost. That's that's the bomb. That's the one. Seventy four. Yeah. yeah. And I, it wasn't that one on longer than most of the others. Yeah. Yeah. It had mm-hmm. it actually had a very long run. It had for a very a long run, crop. and yeah, yeah, they've they've got box sets of Land of the Lost uh, episodes. Now we we should note that this is the nineteen seventy four series and not the ninety one remake. You know, yes. I've never seen any of the ninety one remake, and I must have been in college at the time because <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. Um, I, I but was it a was it a Saturday morning remake? I rented the remake. I just watched it last night. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's different. The original Land of the Lost. They're in a, a a raft and they fall down a big crack in the earth and. <laughs> Yeah, right. That explains everything. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, pretty much. <laughs> you're now in the land of the lost. Now in the land kids. of the lost. <laughs> yeah. In the remake, the new land of the lost, they are driving an SUV, and there's an earthquake, and they fall down the crack, and end up in the land of the lost. Okay. And it's it's a bit different because they still have the SUV; it still runs. <laughs> so they have a car. I mean, they have this truck. Can't you just drive out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, don't know where to go, but uh, but you know, there's still the dinosaurs, and but um, the original Land of Lost was filmed in the studio, so everything, all the plants were made out of cardboard, and you know, oh yeah, that that was pretty obvious. It made it yeah. so much better, <laughs> right? The new Land of the Lost was filmed outside. In fact, I'm wondering if it's some of the same land where some of the Star Trek episodes were filmed, but yeah, probably I'm not the sure about Southern that, California. Yeah, some of the rocks <laughs> look similar, you know, where they shot all like 86 years of Mash, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so, and, and of course it's all different actors and I only saw two episodes, possibly the first two episodes. So they, they didn't, they, everybody has different names, but they, they introduced a character like Chaka, but they also had, uh, uh, a, a native female character that they introduced that the, uh, Ooh. that the son, uh, really no had the hots for. Yeah. Oh. So it kind of. I guess it was the nineties. Yeah, the sun was a little bit more, more dweeby than the uh, than the original. What like, I loved about the original, yeah. I mean, beyond the slee stack, who were the most terrifying things to never move faster than a turtle. You know, the slee stack. <laughs> they they get on screen. And sh- yeah. 
with their little Spock fingers and, you know, they were kind of like insect lizards. Oh, they were scary. Yeah. But they were cool, though, because they had all these different colored crystals. Mm -hmm. And if you knew there was Enoch. Yeah. Enoch, the intelligent (laughs) Mm -hmm. sleep who in in a climactic episode, you find out that he was actually he thought that he had slipped through some dimensional doorway and gone to the dark, dark past of the Slee stack. But in fact, he found out that no, he's from the past and this is their future that their Slee stack civilization just crumbles. Yeah. And they would have to go Ooh. into their little catacombs. And... Yes. Oh man. Oh, that yeah. was so creepy. That was, and, and then the drama of the show with like Will and then what was the, what was the daughter's name? Oh, Holly, Holly, Holly yeah. all the screaming and it yelling. Was like the, you know, the first love interest of, <laughs> Uh, most of the pe- boys from my generation, I think. Holly. Holly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard you got it on with Chaka. <laughs> we, we just don't know what happened behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole two. I love the, I love when they did like the little claymation shots of like Dopey or whatever. You know the, the oh, dinosaurs. Yeah, it'd be just like some clay thing that you can tell they're just moving oh, very yeah. slowly. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sid and Marty Croft did not. I mean, they spent a lot of money on these shows. Like sometimes they were like phenomenally over budget, and it all went up their nose. <laughs> it all went somewhere. <laughs> but it did not go on the screen. I remember that as a kid going, "Oh, great, there's some more Play-Doh." <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know, he was thought that you could probably produce a Land of the Lost episode with just a dinosaur you yeah, know, around the house. Yeah, let's go back in the sandbox and you know <laughs> get the little eight millimeter Run, movie honey. camera. You know. <laughs> I loved how their little cave was always at dinosaur eye level. Too. Yeah, it would kind of hover. Always very handy. The dinosaur, of course, was yeah. grumpy. Oh, grumpy. grumpy. The one T-Rex yeah. that always menaced them. Mm. Yeah, which I think is a much better name. In the new Land of Lost, the dinosaur is Scarface because he has a scar on his face. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a little grim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. grumpy. Now that's cool. That the the first Land of Lost was better. Let me just leave it at that. That's right. Um, that was a great show. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, they didn't just do TV shows. Sid and Marty Croft started a theme park. Can you imagine right. all That's these right. things we've been describing? And you could go somewhere and experience them in a yeah, theme park the environment. Theme park? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. yeah. And they had a ride that was like shaped like a pinball machine where you'd get in yeah. a ball and it would ping you around the right. the thing. Uh-huh. I, yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, but it only lasted for six months. Yeah, it was in That's a right. terrible location. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, at the at time, time. Now it would be huge. Well, now it would it's be the six yeah. flags locations big. of CNN, isn't it? The headquarters it's the of CNN. It's the CNN center now. That's funny. So when you watch Did it, they have to change We're it in the situation room. <laughs> I rode here by Not pinball yet. machine. I'm Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, when you're watching Wolf Blitzer, he could be standing in the same spot that Sigmund the Sea Monster H- or H.R. Puffin stuff was standing. It's, it's, you know, in a way, maybe maybe not that big of a transition. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Considering their reportage of late. <laughs> well, those guys are still around. Um, Sid and Marty are still trying to work out a few uh, movie deals. Yeah. And I thought you guys would really like to hear about this one. Okay. Um, the uh, they did an interview in 2005 with Tavis Smiley, whoever he is, but it's on the internet and you can watch it and you can listen to it. And they want to do a full fledged movie version of Land of the Lost. 
and oh. they want Will Ferrell to play the dad. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that could be great. <laughs> and they were dropping names, and I think they were just fishing, but they were dropping <laughs> names. Like, they, they mentioned Kirsten Dunst as Holly, and they oh. mentioned, um, gosh, I can't remember, some other, oh, Jack Black, they mentioned for the Will <laughs> character. <laughs> I'm thinking more Chaka. I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> Me too. So. <laughs> Especially after watching Tenacious D, the movie, or, I'm or, thinking Chaka. Or Nacho Libre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're, they're saying someone like Jack Black's to play the Will character. Yeah. And, and they, they, I don't know they claim that. it's in pre-production for 2008. But we also got greenlighted. Yeah, but I'm not. Man. I'm not an IMDb pro. Apparently, you have to be a pro to learn about these kind right. of things on the Internet yeah. Movie Database. And uh, I'm I'm just gonna wait and see what happens. But yeah, that was one of their other things they're doing um, in for the future. So we have that to look forward to. And they're Very also cool. they're they're active and they're still looking into their options. For some of the other rights that they have to things like the Bugaloos and to HR Puff and stuff. And the bug for God's sakes, don't bring back the Bugaloos. <laughs> but can you imagine if they bring back HR Puff and stuff in some way? It would oh, have be to great. be it would uh, have to be that'd be really phenomenally tough. trippy or weird. Now there was I a Puff and so. Stuff movie, which I, I have yet to see. But really? Yeah, I've never it, heard of it. It was just called huh. Puff and Stuff. And it was uh, a movie. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. It, that was in nineteen seventy, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Whatever the internet says. <laughs> I believe I the internet. Believe the internet. <laughs> it knows what I'm thinking when I'm sleeping. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they also did some other things, too, like the Bay City Roller Show. Oh. I remember that. It was so goofy. Uh, but, you know, so were the Bay City Rollers. That, right. That's one of those things. I probably saw it once or twice, and I kept trying to find it again. I never could. <laughs> right. Because, yeah. you know, back... <laughs> It I came and went. You know. I've never been much on reading TV schedules, and you know you only have a few <laughs> channels back in the seventies, and, and you so had to you get can... up to change them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll slow you down. Remember that, uh-huh. kids? You had to get up and cross the room to get change a, a channel. That's right. The room. Yeah, unless <laughs> you could get your little brother to do it. <laughs> oh, I did a lot of. Those. Did you guys ever see like uh, Bigfoot and Wild Boy? Did you ever see yes. that one? Yes, I, I, I did. missed that one completely. Yeah, I missed B- that one Bigfoot too. Bigfoot Wild Boy was pretty weird. Was it bad? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, even for Sid and Marty Croft, that one was out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and they they did some work with the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch Hour. The Brady Bunch Hour was so sad. Yeah. That was after the after it had, the show had collapsed. So they had this variety show because that was the period of time when variety shows were kind of on the wane, but they were still being produced. They also did the, the Donnie and Marie show, and too. And Barbara Mandrell. And Barbara Mandrell. Anyways, the, the Brady show was just the whole family, I think, minus Jan. When it's time to change. <laughs> time to rearrange. <laughs> Anyways, they were out yeah. in these like Vegasy outfits. Oh, yeah. They were Bell going bottoms. that way. Yeah. Yeah, they, they parodied yeah. it beautifully on that 70s show. <laughs> yeah, nice. I think my brother has a CD. So. Oh, no. The Amazing <laughs> Russell. <laughs> I mock you, Amazing Russell. <laughs> Although I would like a burn of it. <laughs> Please send that to <laughs> feedback at tankriot.com. Assuming that one, is, that one hasn't been stolen. He's had some pretty bad luck. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, HR Puff and stuff. So, you guys, what what really is your favorite show or top three or something, you know? Oh, for me, it's Land of the Lost, you know, my favorite show. That'd be my number one. Yeah, and Bugaloos, oh, don't get me started, you know? That's your lowest. Oh, good Lord. 
Yeah. Your lowest or your my lowest. No, I, I hated the. Oh, bugaloos. you hated with a passion. <laughs> yeah. I hated the bugaloos. <laughs> I I'd say you know Land of the Lost and then, and then Sigmund and the Sea Monster and HR Puff and stuff. Those are three classic. Yeah. Sid yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, I I really like HR Puff and stuff. Uh, yeah. Mainly because I I was always after it was off the air, I kept trying to find it, flipping the channels. I, I had lots of futile f- channel flipping as a child. <laughs> I think uh, as did we all. <laughs> but I also really got into Land of the Lost with the, the sleaze tax and and the the crystals. Yeah, yeah, uh, that old the crystals just fascinating towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the whole but, fact that there were laugh tracks on these shows was really kind of distracting and a little disturbing. Like oh, yeah. an HR Puffin stuff, there's. There's laugh tracks whenever Witchy Poo would say something that was supposed to be funny. And yeah. I thought that was really weird. You, you yeah. hear these people laughing at, you know. Well, yeah. It takes so, some getting used to because no, nothing nowadays has that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Witchy Poo was so manic in those mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. too. I mean, she would just be full tilt. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, oh, it's fun to it watch. Was, it was over the top, like vaudevillian, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, vaudeville is a good way of, of describing H.R. Mm-hmm. Puff and stuff in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think the, the the attraction of that show for me was always that, you know, being Living Island, almost anything could be alive. So they right. always kind of work that in somehow. Right. And that was yeah. that was just fun. Yeah, like when the mm-hmm. mushrooms were alive. The mushrooms. And they were yeah. going to turn uh, <laughs> Jimmy to stone if he touched them. <laughs> yeah, stone. Yeah. yeah, we get it. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> hey, one thing I would want to mention is there's a couple really good, um, I don't know, homages to HR Pub and stuff. And one I would say is Mr. Show, one of my favorite comedy shows. Mr. Show. You know, in the world, uh, the David Cross Show. Uh, in season three, episode three, um, oh you men, uh, there's uh, there's a HR pub and stuff tribute called uh, the altered state of Drugachusetts. And right. If you get a chance to see that, you really should because yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. And th- that's on DVD now, isn't it? It's on DVD. Yeah, yeah. I, I own it, and you should as well. Right. Yeah. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll get a link to that one. Yeah, Mister Show is really awesome. Yeah. I think on the like website, him. Tank Riot. Dot com. And if you have your own favorites or non-favorites or both, uh, please let us know at feedback at tankriot.com. Yeah, if you're a total Jim Henson fan and have no time for the Sid and Marty Croft right. baloney, let it's us know. We Star still... Wars Star Trek thing. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> we still want to hear from you. We do, we do. Um, on, on one final related note that I wanted to mention about, uh, about one of our former shows is... Uh, we, on episode 17, did a show about X-Men and X-Men 3. Well, it turns out, I was reading in the news today, that uh, Dave Cockrum died. And Dave Cockrum oh. uh, was the, he was uh, 63, uh, I'm sorry, older than that. He uh, did the giant size number one for the X-Men and helped create a lot of the characters um, for the uh for the X-Men, uh, like Storm and Colossus and Nightcrawler. Wow. And he was the illustrator for Giant Size Number 1. So he he died. Um, oh, this is of the actual comic book. Not of the yeah, actual which is comic like book. super, super right. collectible. Yeah, and I was yeah, reading okay. this in, in CNN, and, and they mentioned that he died wearing his Superman pajamas and covered oh. with his Batman blanket. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's how I want to go, man. You know, and I know that's DC wear he was wearing. <laughs> But not, not X-Men, but uh, he did write for a Legion of Superheroes before he went to Marvel to illustrate for the X-Men. And so I wanted wow. to say, you know, good job, Dave. You did, you did us all a favor. Well, you know, one thing I did want to add, too, is that I know that you guys, while I was self-repairing in space, you mentioned uh, the show <laughs> The Prisoner. 
And I was a huge fan of that show, both when it was on originally in the 60s and later on when it had kind of a renaissance on public TV in the 70s. Right. And what was interesting was is that it was um, – I, I love the show because it had Patrick McGowan, who was Secret Agent Man. And it was um, – cool song. It, it was. <laughs> and he was like the super agent who did everything. And then The Prisoner was picked up where that show ended. And he just retired. And then he, you know, you, he's driving back to his apartment and he gets gassed. And he gets he wakes up and he's on this this sort of fairy tale island, and you don't know whether it's you know the evil forces of communism trying to pry secrets out of him or his own people to see that if he'll you know reveal secrets. So uh-huh. he's number six because everyone has a, a number, not a name. Little V for Vendetta. Exactly, and <laughs> uh-huh. then um, everyone he always comes up against a new number two, and. Uh, the thing that now you were always talking about how the Victor how the sleeve stack scared you. Well, what scared me when I was a kid was when they had Rover, which was this big bubble that would come out of the sea, and if you tried to escape from the village, this thing would come and get you, and then they would just show it like you know your face being this rubber pressing against your face, it would just like smother you. That just creeped me out completely. Mm-hmm. But wow. in the seventies on public TV, they actually had it introduced and ended by a clinical psychologist who explained what... Because this show did not care if you understood what was going on or not, which is, I think, one of the re- main awesome. reasons it didn't you know, continue. <laughs> right. yeah. But they were really great because it showed how interrogation really worked, how you would break somebody down to try to get information out of them. And what's interesting is, and you know, no spoiler here, but there is a final episode, and they do resolve all the questions, and it's well worth your time to watch, so... That's cool. I mean, that's why I've kind of shied away from Lost because I know there is never going to be a final episode. No, no. because they want to yeah. just continue these shows like forever and ever. Amen. Probably like mm-hmm. the X Files. Yeah, did they they never really resolved the X Files. Right? Well, they they sort of did. They had the last episode w- yeah. was like, but it uh, wasn't satisfying. It, it was no. it was like Howard Zinn's uh, People's History of the United States on fast forward. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, it was like every possible conspiracy theory you could possibly put your fingers was on. all yeah true. so they could leave the door open so that they yeah. could do whatever movie that they got right. licensing to do yeah which is not really an ending it's just yeah 1500 new beginnings for whatever movie franchise they were going to try to pull out of that's it that's right no and they only got like one flick out of it i mean after about season yeah. four all i cared about is you know is scully in it is she barely clothed <laughs> i'm in otherwise <laughs> yeah not so much well, that's another show, I think. So, but I talk Sid and Marty Croft. There's where it's at, where they're it's at this week, and uh, you definitely got to check out some of their stuff because it's way over the top. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If there's any five or six or seven year olds in your life, torture them with some Land of the Lost or HR <laughs> yeah. Puffin stuff. But not the Bugaloos. <laughs> <laughs> no one should have to suffer that. No, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's how it starts. <laughs> that's how you gay up a young boy. <laughs> Anyways, good night from tropical Madison, Wisconsin. This has been Tank Riot. Victor, Tor, good evening. Good night. Good night. Hey, 
H R puffin stuff. Who's your friend when things get rough? H R puffin stuff. Can't do little 'cause you can't do enough. Dun, 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 dun.